The process of surrender has six aspects. First one is dainna or humbleness. Second is atma nivedan or offering oneself to Krishna. Then third is goptritte baron or accepting Krishna as the Lord and Master. Fourth is Abhoshyodokhive Krishna Vishash Palon to have the implicit faith that Krishna will positively protect me. Then fifth is Bhakti Anukul Matra Karji Roshikar accepting whatever is favorable to Krishna consciousness and sixth is bhakti pratikul bhav barjan angikar <coughs> to take a vow angikar angikar means take a vow promise that I will reject all that are detrimental to Krishna Consciousness. So, Saranga, these are the six limbs of Sharanagati. These are the six limbs of Sharanagati. And out of that, the first one is Dainna. Dina means poor. And doinna, the word doinna means to feel poor, uh, feel humble, feel low. So this aspect is very, very important. Now the question arises, how can one feel that way? Uh, how can one feel humble. How to become humble? So Bhakti Vishila Bhakti Vinod Thakur is showing the process, how to feel. And this has been presented in this beautiful song. Actually this aspect Doinna has many prayers. Uh, out of that we have selected just one. Bhakti Giti Nayakan. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll go here. Bhakti Vinod Thakur is singing Amar Jiban Shada Pape Rato Nahiko Punnero Lesh. We'll go. First, through the meanings, first we try to understand the meaning of the song and then we'll sing this song. So, 
Amar Jivan means my life. Shada means always. Pape Rato means engaged in sinful activities. My life is always engaged in sinful activities. Nahiko Punnero Lesh. Nahiko means there is no Punnero means of piety. Lesh means uh, a small portion. A st no streak of pious activity is there in my life. There is not an iota of piety in my life. Porere udbeg diachi je koto. Porere means to others. Udbeg means anxiety. Diachi je koto. I have given, I have caused so much anxiety to others. Diachi jibere klesh. I have caused so much suffering to the other living entities. Bhaktivinoda Thakur is saying that uh, for indicating our situation. This is our life, not Bhaktivinoda Thakur's life. Uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's life is, he is a pure devotee. But also, uh, that's another thing, a pure devotee does feel that way. Uh, it's not that when, a pure, when one becomes a pure devotee or he thinks that, oh, I am a pure devotee. No, it reverse, it works in a reverse order. The more one advances, more humble one becomes. In the material nature, more one advances in materially, more arrogant he becomes, more proud he becomes. But in the spiritual life, the more one makes spiritual advancement, more humble one becomes. Like Srila uh, Rupa Goswami is describing three types of devotees. The neophyte devotee, second class devotee and first class devotee. Uh, what is the symptom of neophyte devotee? Rupa Goswami is describing a neophyte devotee thinks he accepts that Krishna is God. And he is the only devotee. <laughs> that is the situation of a neophyte devotee. Archaya mebo haraye pujangja shraddhaye hati. He worships Krishna. Archaya mebo haraye. He worships Krishna. Hari. Pujangja shraddhaye hati. With shraddha, with faith, with respect, with devotion. But not at bhakteshu, chaneshu. But he does, doesn't recognize Krishna's devotees. That is, he thinks he's the only devotee. Ah. Then Madhamadikari devotee, he recognizes other devotees. He recognizes those who are innocent 
and he recognizes those who are offensive and accordingly he reacts to Krishna he has Shraddha to Krishna's devotee he has friendship to the innocent he has compassion and to the offenders he disregards he rejects them so this is a madhyamadikar devotee for krishna he has love for other devotees he has friendship for the innocent he has compassion and for the offenders he has nothing to do he has no business it's simply as if they don't exist disregard so that is a second class devotee and what is the definition of a first class devotee according to rupa goswami sarvabhuteshu ja pashyat bhagavad bhavamatmanaha to every other living entity he thinks he considers that they all have become pure devotees only he couldn't become a devotee see how it works in reverse order a neophyte thinks he is the only devotee and first class devotee thinks that everybody else is a devotee only he couldn't become a devotee so this is how it works a devotee a real devotee a pure devotee uh, feels very humble he feels that uh, he couldn't become a devotee at all whereas everyone else is uh, everyone else has become a devotee does he imagine that no he feels that way in reality he sees that how everyone is engaged if everyone how everyone is acting uh, according to the divine arrangement of krishna as if they all are devotees of krishna functioning uh, to fulfill krishna's plan fulfill krishna's desire only he couldn't become a devotee so <clears throat> so bhakti vinod thakur is displaying such humbleness here pore re udbeg diyachi je koto diyachi jibe reklesh i have given so much suffering i have caused so much anxiety and inflicted so much pain to others nijo sukho lagi pape nahi dori for the sake of my own enjoyment for the sake of my own pleasure i am not afraid to commit sinful activities dayahin sharthopor i am merciless and i am so selfish i am simply concerned about my own interest i don't care about others poro sukhe dukhi when i see that the others are happy i become sad 
সদা মিথ্যাভাষী বড় দুঃখ সুখকর অ্যান্ড আই এম অলওয়েজ টেলিং দ্য লাইজ সদা মিথ্যাভাষী আই এম এ লায়ার অ্যান্ড বড় দুঃখ সুখকর অ্যান্ড আদার সাফারিং বিকামস দ্য কজ অফ মাই জয় কজ অফ মাই হ্যাপিনেস when i see others are happy then i feel sad when i see others are suffering then i become happy but in this way bhakti vinod thakur define the uh, define envy what is envy envy is to become sad seeing others are happy others are prospering and when i see others are suffering then i feel very happy ashish kamona ridi majhe mor krodhi dambho parayan unlimited desires are there in my heart ridi majhe mor in my my heart is full of endless desires for sense gratification and i am always angry and dambho parayan i am so full of pride madomatto sada bishaye mohito i am intoxicated with my possessions with my achievements and i am completely absorbed in i am enchanted with this material nature and hingsha garbo bibhushan envy and pride are my ornaments nidra lasho hato i am afflicted by laziness and sleep i am afflicted with laziness and sleep shukarje birato i am averse to good deeds okarje uddogi ami and i am very enthusiastic i am very inspired to unnecessary activities or uh, harmful activities pratishtha lagiya sartho acharan lobho hato sadakami for the sake of my for the sake of gaining reputation and honor i do not i act in a wicked way i am obsessed with greed and lusty desires ehano durjan sajjano borjito aporadhi nirantar such a wicked person i am and as a result of that all the saintly people have rejected me 
sajjana borjito. Sajjan means saintly people. Borjito, they have rejected me. And I am constantly involved in offensive activities. I am always committing offenses. Shubho karjo shunno. I never become involved in good deeds, auspicious activities, and shada anarthamana, and my mind is always absorbed in all kinds of unpleasant activities. And nana dukhe jarojar, and as a result of that, I am constantly suffering in all kinds of distresses. Bardhukke akhon upai bihin tate dino yakinchan. At this old age, becoming totally hopeless, and on top of that, very, very poor and very much distressed. Bhakoti binod prabhur charane kare dukhani bedan. Bhakti binod thakur is of expressing his sorrows at the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So this way Bhakti Vinod Thakur is pointing out uh, how we lead our lives in this material nature. All kinds of undesirable activities, all kinds of wicked endeavors, but then ultimately when we recognize our helpless situation, when we realize that how miserable the outcome is going to be, then one surrenders unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So that is why this doinno, this feeling of very humble is very, very important in order to surrender to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So we can sing this song and then we'll discuss this in details. Amar Jivan Shadapape Rato Nahiko Punirole Amar Jivan Shadapape Rato Nahiko Pun one thing, when you are singing, try to follow the singer.
Like in Bengali, often the last A is not pronounced. So it is not Jibana. What will happen if you sing that way, then the tune will go off. It is Jiban. Sometimes it may be Jibana, but then follow the how it is being sung. Once again. So that's why hearing is so important. You hear and then accordingly you pronounce. All right? Amar jibon shada pape rato nahi ko punne role Amar jibon shada pape rato Nahi ko punne role Pore re udbe Diya chhi je kato Diya chhi jibe re kle Pore re udbe Diya chhi je kato दिया चीजी बेरे क्ले नीजो शुखो लागी पापे नाही दोरी खदा दो नीजो शुखो लागी पापे नाही दोरी Dayahinu shartho pa Dira sukha laji Ave nahi dori Dayahinu shartho pa Nijo shukho laji Pape nahi dori Dayahinu shartho pa Paro shukhe dukhi, shada mitha bhashi, paro dukho shukho ka. Paro shukhe dukhi, shada mitha bhashi, paro dukho shukho ka. Paro shukhe dukhi, shada mitha पौरो दुखो शुखो का आशीष कामोना रीदि माझे मोर क्रोधी दम्भो पराया 
शेष कामना रिदी माझे मोर क्रोधी दंभो पारायण मधुमतो सदा विषय मोहित हिंसा गर्व निद्रालस्य हतो सुकार जे बीरत अकार जे उद्योगी प्रतिष्ठा लागिया साठ आचरण लोभ हतो सदा कमी प्रतिष्ठा लागिया साठ आचरण लोभ हतो सदा कमी दुर्जन सज्जन बर्जित अपराधी निरंतन दुर्जन सज्जन बर्जित अपराधी निरंतर शुभ कार्य शून्य सदान अर्थ मना नाना दुखे जरज शुभ कार्य शून्य सदान अर्थ मना नाना दुखे जरज
बार्ध के एन उपाय विहीन ताते दिनों प्रभुर चरणे कर दुख निवेदन प्रभुर चरणे कर दुख निवेदन आमार जीवन सदा पापे रत नाही को पुण्यरले आमार जीवन सदा पापे रत नाही को पुण्यरले गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि इट लुक्स लाइक देर इज माइक स्पीकर आउटसाइड ऑल्सो वाई वाई डू यू हैव टू ब्रॉडकास्ट एवरीवेयर जस्ट कीप इट इनसाइड हु अरेंज द साउंड वाई डू यू हैव टू हैव द ब्रडकस्ट इट आउटसाइड बंद कर बैरेटे बंद कर एक ही संगे आ बाहरी कौजन आच्छी बाहरी। That's the first thing, and I told you to follow the singer. How did you continue? भक I sang भक्ति बी भकोति बिनोद भकोति बिनोदो आमारो जीवनो You see, it is important to register. What you are hearing, uh, you have your ideas, hmm? but to progress in spiritual life, you have to give up your ideas, and you have to accept uh, what is being told to you. In that respect, Prabhupada once gave a very beautiful example. In Austria. There is a very famous music school. In that music school, when someone goes to study with previous knowledge of music, he has to pay more money. <laughs> you know why? 
because they have to make him forget what he learnt. <laughs> so in Krishna consciousness, it's like that. We have to give up all our preconceived ideas and be open to accept Krishna conscious ideas, Krishna conscious teachings. So, <clears throat> like I just mentioned, huh? see, we are singing the song in Bengali. Actually, the way they did, they wrote it, there are many mistakes in this. Because it was done long time ago, during the early days, they, the devotees didn't have proper knowledge. So there are many uh, spelling mistakes and things. And they haven't been corrected, unfortunately. Anyway, uh, so I thought that I should make that point to you all. So, <clears throat> Sharanagati. Why we are discussing about Sharanagati? Okay, I'll give you an idea. Bhakti Shila Bhakti Vinod Thakur. The Sharanagati sector, Sharanagati chapter has songs from 67 to 105. 67, about 40 pages of songs Bhaktivinoda Thakur wrote. And these are all describing Sharanagati. Like Doinno aspect, I just sang one song, but there are eight songs on describing this Doinna aspect. There's the one song, the first song of that is very nice. I didn't sing that one. Bhuliya tomare shongshare ashiya pe nana bidho batha. Forgetting you, my Lord, I have come to this material nature and suffering all kinds of pains, undergoing all kinds of suffering. Tomar Chorune Ashiachiami Bolibu Dukhero Kata. Now I have come to your lotus feet to express my uh, suffering condition. Jononi Jotore Chilam Jokon Bith Bishamo Bondhano Pashe. When I was in the womb of, womb of my mother in a terrible bondage, Agbar Prabhu Dakhadiya More. Bonchile Dinodashi. Once you appeared in front of me and then you deprived me, you disappeared. Tokun Bhabinu Janamo Paya Koribo Bhajano Tabu. At the time I thought that when I get my birth, then I will serve you. Janamo hoilo pori maya jale na hoilo gano labo. But then I got birth. 
but becoming entangled in the illusory energy of the Lord, I did not get any knowledge at all. Adorer chile shajonero kole hashiya kata nukal. You can't hear, yeah, at the back. Increase it a little bit. Bider mic ta khule na jaye na? Khola jaye bider mic ta? Can you, can you? Inside and outside the same? Inside, inside increase. You speak English, Bengali, Hindi? Okay. <laughs> so he is saying, increase the inside volume and decrease the outside volume. Switched off already. Okay, so now you can increase the inside volume. Adorero chile, the dear child, in the lap of my relatives, I spent my time in joyful laughter. Janoko jononish nehete bhuliya, shongshar lagilo bhalo. Becoming, uh, become, be, be, forgetting myself in the loving and affectionate care of my father and mother, I began to love this world, I began to love this material nature very much. Now I think it's too much. <laughs> Isn't it too much or? Krame dino din balok hoiya. Khelinu Balok Shaho. And then, uh, as I began to grow up, I started to play with the other boys. Arokishudine Gan Upojilo, Pat Podi Ahuraho. And then I began to study, receiving knowledge, I started to study all the time. Biddar Goyurave, Bhumi Deshe Deshe. Dhan Uparjan Kori. Being proud of my learning, I travel to different places earning money. Shajan Palon Kori Akmone Bhulinu Tomare Hori. And I began to maintain my relatives. And as a result of that, I forgot you, Hori, the Supreme Personality of God. Bardhokke akhon bhukuti binod kadia katur oti. Now, at the old age, bhukti binod uh, is crying incessantly. Nabhojiyatore din brithagalo akhon ki habigoti. Without worshipping you, without serving you, I simply wasted my time. Now, what will happen to me? This is how Bhaktivinoda Thakur is expressing his doinno, his humbleness. Actually, this humbleness is the helplessness. Helplessness. There is no other shelter at this time besides Krishna's lotus feet. 
it seems we have this song also. Should you sing this song also? Uh, okay, we can take about a uh, few minutes to sing this. Bhuliya tomare Shongshare ashiya Penana vidho vatha Tomare Shongshare Ashiya Penana Vidho Vatha Tomare Charone Ashiya Chiyami Bolivo du kero kotha Jono ni jatore Chilam jakon Bishamo bandhano pashe Akbar Prabhu Dakadiya Mori Bonchile Dino Dashi Tokun Babinu Jonomo Paya Koribo Bhajana Tabo Tabora Bhavino Jana Bhaiya Koribo Bhajana Tabo Jana Mohoilo Pori Maya Jale Nahoi Logano Lago Jono Mohoi Pori Maya Jale Nahoi Logano Lago Adorero chile, shajonero kole, hashiya kata nuka. Adorero chile, shajonero Shongshar lagi lo halo Jana ka jana 
बालको होइया खेलिनु बालको शाहो आर की छुदी ने ज्ञानो उपजिलो पाठ पूरी आहो राहो विदारो गोराबे भ्रमी देशे देशे धनो युपार जनो कोरी छोजोनो पालों कोरिया एक मोने भूलिनु तो मारे होरी बार्थो के एकों भकोती बिनों कादिया कातो रोयोती ना भोजिया तोरे दीन ब्रिथा गैलो एकों की हावे गोती ना भोजिया तोरे दीन ब्रिथा गैलो एकों की हावे गोती भूलिया तुम्हारे शंकरे आशिया पीना ना बिधो बैठा तुम्हार चरों ने आशिया चियामी बोली वो दुखेरो कथा तुम्हार चरों ने आशिया चियामी बोली वो दुखेरो कथा Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Krishna. So in the first aspect of Dvainna, what we are learning to develop the humble disposition. Humble disposition means giving up our pride. As I explained this morning, the false ego is the first layer of Maya. It has been described in this way. Living entity has very minute consciousness. It's like a ray of light. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Pori. <laughs> So, uh, we, our consciousness is very minute. We are like a ray of consciousness. Living entities, like that's why in, to make this point, to make this point uh, clear, in order to make us understand this point, uh, a very beautiful analogy has been given. Krishna has been compared to a sun. Krishna, Shurja Shama. Krishna is like a, like sun. Sun is the source of light, and from the sun comes out innumerable rays. All these rays are just minute particles of the sun. As the sun is the source of light, and each ray also has light and other qualities of the sun. So, <clears throat> living in Krishna is like a sun and we living entities are like the rays that are coming out from the sun. So ray is minute, just one minute ray. Now, to how many points the ray can be projected? At one time? Just at one, to one direction, to one point. So the living entities, we, have only the opportunity or ability to be either projected towards Krishna 
And if we are not projecting towards Krishna, then where you are projecting our consciousness? Away from Krishna. Either towards Krishna or away from Krishna. Now, away from Krishna means Krishna's external energy, Maya. So when we turn our consciousness away from Krishna, then we are projecting our consciousness towards the illusory energy or the external energy of the Lord. And the external energy is inferior. Now, we are coming from the superior energy of the Lord, superior nature of the Lord, and we are confronting the inferior energy of the Lord. So qualitatively we are superior and this material nature, the external energy of the Lord, Maya, is inferior. Is that clear? Huh? So external energy is inferior but we are coming from the superior nature. Now when a superior comes across an inferior, what naturally happens? What happens naturally? He tries to lord over. Uh, he feels, oh, I am superior and you are inferior, so uh, I am superior. I am going to lord over you. And that is what happens. As soon as a living entity turns his face away from Krishna, he is immediately perceiving the external energy which is inferior by nature and it develops uh, a tendency to lord over. It's actually a material element, ahankar, which is influencing him with that way. And as a result of that, what happens? Forgetting that he is the servant of the Lord, he wants to lord over this material nature. Actually, we cannot, we cannot help this tendency. As long as we are in the material nature, we have, we are subjected to this mentality. We always have the tendency to lord over because this material nature is inferior. And that creates that mistaken identity or ahankar. And then gradually, we become entangled more and more into the material nature. The first thing is, I am the Lord and Master. This nature is meant for my enjoyment. And then comes the next uh, consideration. How am I going to enjoy this nature? Covering of intelligence. And now my consciousness is constantly running towards the material nature. Through the mind. So in this way you get this uh, coverings of false ego, intelligence and mind. Very subtle, very subtle but very powerful. Therefore the only way that we can uh, free ourselves from this tendency, the only way we can overcome this tendency is by shifting our consciousness.
to Krishna. Due to our project, due to due to projecting our consciousness to the material nature, we got entrapped by Krishna's illusory energy. So if we want to become free from this, we have to project our consciousness towards Krishna. Then what happens? When, we are, when our consciousness is projected towards Krishna, then what do we see? How do we see ourselves? We see Krishna is so great and we are so insignificant. And then automatically this dhainna, this feeling of humbleness, recognizing our insignificant position automatically happens. This is how we can see how scientific this process of Krishna consciousness is. It's an extremely scientific process. Scientific means it's real. It is real. It's real. As soon as we come across this material nature, we are bound to develop this tendency to lord over. That's why in the material nature, everyone is trying to enjoy or lord over and exploit this material nature. And that is why the process to get rid of this tendency is to project our consciousness towards Krishna. Krishna consciousness. By seeing greatness of Krishna, we become aware of our insignificant minuteness. In this respect, we can consider one incident. There was a great king, a Muslim king, Mughal king, Akbar. In the, in the court of Akbar, there was a he had a minister, his name was Birbal. And Birbal was famous for his intelligence, extremely intelligent. And as a result of that, he was very dear to Akbar. And his other ministers became envious of Birbal. Akbar understood that, he tried to make them understand that look, Birbal is my favorite because of his intelligence. He's so intelligent. His advice is so appropriate, so wise. But an envious person doesn't want to listen to such reasoning. So Akbar could understand that. So one day, Akbar came to his court and he took a chalk and on the floor of the court, he drew a line. And then he asked his ministers, can anybody make this line shorter without rubbing it off? Can anyone make it shorter without uh, wiping it out, without rubbing it off? Nobody could answer that. Then Akbar asked Birbal, Birbal, can you make this line shorter without rubbing it off? Birbal said, yeah. <laughs> so he picked up the chalk and drew a line larger than the other one and says, now your line is shorter. <laughs> so when you come across a greater person, 
then automatically we become smaller. And when we come across the greatest personality, the supreme personality, in relation to him, how do we see our identity? So insignificant. So this is the natural outcome of Krishna consciousness. When you become aware of Krishna, that means when you become aware of Krishna, then we become aware of how great Krishna is, how wonderful Krishna is, how powerful Krishna is. And as we recognize the greatness of Krishna, then automatically we become humble. Now, often we cannot recognize that because Krishna is so far away, beyond our sense perception, and uh, from reading books, we can understand a little bit about Krishna's glory. But that also doesn't often sink in our consciousness. But we come across Krishna's devotees. We begin to recognize their greatness. And in relation to their greatness, we recognize our minuteness. So that is why it is very important that in the process of Krishna consciousness we get rid of envy because it's the envy that blinds us and, and doesn't allow us to see and recognize and appreciate the greatness of other devotees. As I was saying, neophyte stages, I am the greatest. Even as a great devotee, I am the greatest. The others are getting the recognition and glorification. It's a mistake. <laughs> it's a mistake that they are making. It's a pity that they are not recognizing my greatness. They are so blind. They are in Maya. <laughs> no. A devotee's attitude is to recognize the greatness of others and in relation to their greatness will automatically appreciate our minuteness, our insignificant situation. So that is why one of the most important things is not to commit Vaishnava Parat. Rather, recognize their greatness. Try to appreciate their devotion, <clears throat> their service attitude, their compassion towards other living entities. And after all, our business is to become humble. We came to Krishna consciousness not to become great. We have come here to become small. In material nature, the tendency is to become great. But if we want to become properly situated in the spiritual platform, our business is to become small. Smaller you can become, greater will be your spiritual situation, spiritual achievement. In that respect, there is a very nice saying. The entrance, the gate to the spiritual sky 
is so small that it is just, it allows just the size, one ten thousand part of the tip of the hair <laughs> to pass through. So in order to enter into the spiritual world, we have to become as small as that. Ten one ten thousand part of the tip of the hair. And then only we'll be able to enter into the spiritual world. So let us try to cultivate this attitude of becoming small, not becoming big. When you try to become big, this world will recognize you. When you become big, the world will recognize you. When you become small, then Krishna will recognize you. So let us try to develop that attitude. Thank you all very much. Again, I'm giving a lot of time for questions. In the morning there were quite a few questions coming and that's why I had to stop it at some point. So, if you have any question, please feel free to write it or better to write. Or if, any, if anybody has a question directly, you can also say it. Yes. Yeah, self-pity, it's, it's quite close, it's similar in a way. Uh, the humility can be seen as self-pity, but the attitude is uh, different, the, the approach is different. The humility is to feel small and pity comes from uh, disappointment and failure. So I didn't succeed, therefore I am feeling humiliated. So that is the self-pity. But, you see, in, in simple words I can say that self-pity is the material approach. It's a material outcome. Whether humbleness is a genuine spiritual attitude. I am small, I am insignificant. You see, it is based on knowledge. Am I really able to do anything? We read Bhagavad Gita, prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvasa. Everything is happening in this material nature due to guna and karma. But ahankara bimuratma kartaha mitimannati. That what I am thinking that I am doing is simply my false ego, ahankara. But everything is happening by guna and karma. I am like a puppet. What is my ability? I am simply, I am simply an object. 
in the arrangement of guna and karma. Whatever is happening to me due to my past activities, past karma, reactions of my past karma, in the different modes. Whereas self-pity is, oh, I am so poor, I am so, I, you know, like I am so, I am so frustrated. My frustration leads to self-pity. Whereas humbleness, genuine humbleness is a product of real knowledge. Thank you. So any other questions? From there, maybe you can write it down in a piece of paper. If you have, uh, somebody give him a piece of paper. Yeah. Give a piece of paper. Uh, you wrote it down? Yeah. Oh, you didn't write it. Anyway, it'll be nice if you write it down in a piece of paper. It's easier for me to answer. Anyway, since you are, have the question, take the mic. Mm, very good, very good. You see, <clears throat> we should be a devotee feels small in relation to the Lord and His devotees. Whereas, when He is dealing with the external energy, people from those who, especially those who are averse to Krishna consciousness. Then he is not humble. Then he is like a thunderbolt. Ah. Like yesterday we were discussing about Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada just arrived in Delhi. Bhagavata Ashraya Prabhu, who was the temple president of Delhi at that time, was telling us the incident. He just arrived. Prabhupada was extremely tired. You could see that. And uh, the temple president, Bhagavata Shaya Prabhu, told him that uh, Sri Prabhupada, will, some, will you take, go, to, go and take rest? Or there are some people, those who, are, who, are, those who want to uh, wash your feet, bathe your feet. Tamal Krishna Maharaj tried to stop. He said, no, no, Prabhupada is too tired for that. But Prabhupada's reaction was no. Uh, Prabhupada went and although he was so tired, he allowed the devotees to wash his feet. Then in the evening also the people came to see Srila Prabhupada. The consideration was whether Prabhupada was going to give the class a darshan. And Tamal Krishna Maharaj tried to stop, but Prabhupada wouldn't listen. No, I'll give darshan. And you could see that Prabhupada was so tired, like there was a bolster in a Prabhupada seat and Prabhupada, as Prabhupada came, he was so tired, he just uh, fell back and practically, you know, he was just leaning against the bolster. He didn't even have the, like, strength to sit up straight. And he was giving darshan. And then during that time, one person came up with some mayavad uh, presentation, mayavad. 
Prabhupada was sitting like this. Immediately Prabhupada <laughs> sat up. <laughs> Upright. The bolt. And he just started to smash that person. <clears throat> so when it comes to dealing with anything that is opposed to Krishna consciousness, a devotee is not humble. Uh, he is like a thunderbolt. An example, <clears throat> when Ramchandra uh, arrived in Lanka, on top of a, from the mountain top, they were observing Ravan's um, army, Ravan's arrangement. From the mountain top, they were observing. So at that time, Ravan came and walking on the city wall, Ravan was observing. Um, like there was a uh, wall all around Sri Lanka and seeing that Shugriv jumped from top of the mountain came to Ravan and slapped him <laughs> Ravan's crown went flying and both of them started to fight uh, then Ravan used his mystic power uh, and so Shugriv immediately came back Ramchandra chastised him he said, you are the king of the monkeys. You are the king of my army. You are the general of my army. If anything happened to you, then what would have happened to army? So don't act in such a, uh, such a irresponsible, and, uh, irresponsible way. And Sugriv says, I couldn't control myself when I saw this guy. <laughs> who stole Sita Devi. <laughs> I just killed him right there. <laughs> so that is the attitude of a devotee. <clears throat> Another example. Ravan sent Angad as a messenger to, I'm sorry, Ram sent Angad to Ravan's court with a message. Ravan was sitting on a high throne and he didn't offer any seat to Angad. Treated him just like a riffraff. Angad couldn't tolerate that. His mood was, I'm the messenger of Lord Ramchandra, who you are. <laughs> so what he did, from his tail, he made a seat which was higher than Ravan's. And he started to converse with Ravan from there. So when it comes to establish the glory of your master, a devotee is uh, like the most proud person. I am the servant of my Lord. But in front of the Lord and his devotees, he is the most humble. Okay, some questions have come up. <clears throat> As a practitioner of Krishna consciousness, we try to become humble and people try to take advantage. They feel it is our foolishness. Yeah, so the same answer. Huh? Like those who try to take undue advantage of it, don't allow that. Mm. But if it's, a, if it's a devotee, then yes, 
Uh, because as I said, like if you become humble, then Krishna will recognize you uh, in relation to the devotees. But don't be uh, foolish about that. Mm. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my obeisances. If any devotee commits some mistake and is asked to leave ISKCON, then what is a chance for him to improve? Well, <clears throat> generally ISKCON wants everyone to stay. But if one becomes incorrigible, means when in spite of repeated warnings, repeated chances, he doesn't want to improve himself, then uh, ISKCON doesn't have any other option but to let him go. Uh, as Prabhupada said, like a bad apple, one bad apple can ruin the entire basket. So ISKCON asks somebody to leave only when this person becomes so incorrigible uh, that uh, he has to. But if one makes a mistake and corrects himself, then Iskon will not ask him to go. Yeah. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, thank you for such an amazing seminar. Question, at what stage we realize that we are becoming humble? At one stage we realize that we are becoming humble. Don't worry about this realization. <laughs> Just try to become more and more humble. And you'll always find that there is room to become more humble. And a simple question is, you can ask yourself, have you become more humble than a blade of grass? If not, then keep trying. If someone is in ISKCON management, how does the manager stay always humble and tolerant because sometimes devotees take advantage? Yeah, no, when you are in management, then you have to take. Like management, being in management is like being a teacher. Can the teacher go to the class and say, I'm so humble? <laughs> to the students. <laughs> so similarly, uh, those who are in management, they have to get things done. They have to engage the devotees and they have to become, uh, they have to become strict and stern at times. But internally, the devotee should remain humble that I am serving my master. <clears throat> Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for a wonderful class. Maharaj, you mentioned about being small. Sometimes we do, ser do serve nice devotional service and we consider ourselves small, but devotees around us 
praise one act, praise our act, and glorify our service. How do we accept that praise be and remain smaller still? Very good question. And now the questions are, not, are coming without names. That's why I'm not asking. Whose question is this? Uh, okay, very good. <clears throat> so when devotees praise you uh, for your wonderful service, wonderful accomplishments, uh, then with your folded hands, you just say, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Because there is nothing for us to take any credit. It's all Srila Prabhupada's divine arrangement. We are here because of Srila Prabhupada's mercy. And genuinely feel that. And whatever glory, whatever honor comes, we just pass it on to Srila Prabhupada. All glory is to Srila Prabhupada. When I try to become humble, I feel my false ego is increasing. So how can I control false ego that I am trying to become humble? Actually, this whole purpose of becoming humble is to get rid of false ego. <laughs> so if you are becoming humble, uh, to inflate your false ego, then the whole purpose is lost. Then you know what will happen? You are pretending to be very, very humble. Prabhu, I am more humble than a blade of grass. I am the servant of your servant. And then something happens that doesn't go according to your plan. Then you just stand up. Who do you think you are? Who are you talking to? Then your real your real color will be exposed. So don't pretend. Right? Don't pretend. Become. Don't pretend to be humble. But become humble. Parameshwari Radhika Devi Dasi Hare Krishna Gurudev Dealing with the devotees, sometimes we feel even the devotees are taking advantage of our humility. How can we overcome it? It will depend upon you, how humble you have become. <laughs> if you have become humble, then you say, oh, take advantage of me. <laughs> right? But then again, don't do it artificially. If you feel that somebody is taking undue advantage of you, even though he may be a devotee, you can go in a humble way to him and say, Prabhu, why are you doing this to me? Right? And if you can't do that, then you can maintain some distance so that you don't develop any negative feeling towards him. Right? <clears throat> Rishavananda Das 
Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my most humble obeisances. All glories to Sri Prabhupada. Thank you for such a wonderful session. Uh, Guru Maharaj, sometimes there are provoking situations. We try to control ourselves artificially and try to be humble. How can we develop the genuine humility at such situation? You follow? Yeah, as I said, like it shouldn't be artificial. If you feel that something is too much to be, to bear, then present it in a humble way. Right? Just as I said. The ultimate consideration is to develop our uh, Krishna consciousness, uh, develop spiritually. And if there is something that is causing difficulty, then either we can speak to that person or we can take help from some other senior devotee. Prabhupada, uh, Prabhu, I am feeling in this way about this situation. Please tell me what I should do. And the senior devotee will guide you. If necessary, the senior devotee will speak to the other devotee. Right? The main thing is, let this development be natural. Hare Krishna. You can write it down in a piece of paper. Huh? Then? What? Uh, let me first take the questions. Yeah. Uh, any other question? Okay, then give it to her. see perfection won't come immediately right so we keep on practicing we're trying to become humble and let's keep trying and as I said the real way that we can develop this humble attitude is by recognizing the greatness of other devotees who are around us so try to appreciate the greatness of other devotees all right. And that is how, uh, by appreciating their greatness, you are actually placing yourself in an inferior position. And that uh, is how one becomes humble. And when you cultivate that uh, attitude, then you will see internally you will feel peaceful, very content, that you are, because you are doing the right thing. 
Thank you. And my daughter couldn't come, please come on, because she's leaving this morning. Yeah. Thank you. Hare Krishna. There's another question here. Chita Hare Krishna Das. <laughs> Where is Ch Okay, at the back. <clears throat> Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Dandavat Pranam. My question is related to your yesterday's evening class. You mentioned that even in physical absence of Srila Prabhupada, his loyal followers are carrying on the legacy with their dedicated services. Generally, after disappearance of spiritual master, disciples are not able to continue with same enthusiasm. So how can one serve the spiritual master throughout his life, even in absence of spiritual master? Yeah, yesterday I also mentioned in the class that the spiritual master is present in two ways. Do you remember? Huh? One is the bopu form, the physical uh, form, and the other is vani form, instructions. So the loyal disciples will adhere to his or take shelter of his vani and thus they will remain attached to the spiritual master and they'll feel the presence of the spiritual master. Just as Prabhupada said that I'll never die. Prabhupada did say I'll never die. I'll always live in my books. So we'll see, we'll feel the presence of Srila Prabhupada in his books. And by reading Srila Prabhupada's books, by following Srila Prabhupada's instructions, we will uh, have Srila Prabhupada in our life, have Srila Prabhupada guiding us constantly. <coughs> Hare Krishna, Gaur Premanande, Hare Krishna. 